1 Samuel chapter 17, starting at verse 30, and it says, And he turned from him toward another. Does it say that in your Bible? And spake after the same manner. And the people answered him again after the former manner. And when the words were heard which David spake, they rehearsed them before Saul, and he sent for him. And David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with the Philistine. And Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go against the Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a youth, um, and he a man of war from his youth. Make sure you underline that verse number 33. And David said unto him, to Saul, thy servant kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear and took the lamb out of the, uh, out of the flock. And I went out after him and smote him and delivered him out of his mouth. And, and he arose against me and I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. Thy servant slew both a lot, the lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine uh, shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defiled the armies of the Lord of the living God. And David said, Moreover, the Lord hath delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, and he will deliver me out of the hand of the Philistine. And Saul said unto David, Go, and the Lord be with you. And Saul armed David with his armor, and he put uh, an helmet of brass upon his head, and he armed him with a coat of mail. And David girded his sword about his armor and essayed to go, for he had not proved it. And check out what David said. And David said unto Saul, I cannot go with these. I have not proved them. And David put them off him. Mark that down. And he took his staff in his hand and chose him five, uh, five smooth stones out of the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag, which he had, even in a scrip. And his sling was in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistine. And verse 41, and the Philistine came on and drew near to David, and the man that bare the shield went before him. So the Philistine had his sword, and then there was another man in front of him having his shield. He had to have somebody carry his shield. Ain't that something? And verse 42, and when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he was looking up, probably looking up, see if anybody was talking, then had to look down and saw David. Uh, he disdained him, for he was but a youth and ruddy and fair countenance. That means he was young, he was rough, and he was kind of handsome. And the Philistine said to David, Am I a dog that thou comest to me with a stave? <clears throat> and the Philistine cursed David by his God. And the Philistine said, David, uh, said to David, Come to me, and I will give thy flesh to the fowl of the air and to the beast of the field. Then David said, Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with the sword and with the spear and with the shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the, of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defiled. This day will the Lord de deliver thee into mine hand, and I will smite thee and take thine head from thee, and I will give it, give the carcass of the, uh, of, I will give the carcass of the host 
of the Philistines this day unto the fowl of the air and unto the wild beasts of the earth. And the earth, that, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saved not with the sword and, and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you unto my hands. I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there. I just want to talk about Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. I heard, thank you, young men. Come on up to the front. I need y'all to make sure y'all pay attention, okay? I heard the theological voice of Alani Davis say, even when you're tired, don't quit. And if you're honest with God and with yourself, there has been circumstances that have put you or caused you to be in a place where you were like, I'm tired and I don't want to deal with this no more. Is there any co-signers in the building? Or you just worked and you worked and you worked and you're like, I, I, I ain't fresh. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm just fatigued and, and, and in the words of Popeye, that's all I can stand and I can't stand no more. But Lonnie Davis told us, never quit. And even when the odds are against you, and not does it seem impossible, but it is literally impossible, that is the time when we cannot quit. When the odds are against you, you cannot quit. When people have called you everything but who you are by your name and a child of God, you can never quit. Even when the doctor gives you a report that is not good, you have to get on up and say, listen here, you are a doctor. You practice in medicine, but the God I serve, he is the real doctor. You got to keep on pushing. Even when you, you, you studied on the test and you didn't do well on the test, you still can't quit. Even when you studied on the test and you did overtime studying and you still can't, you, you cannot give up. You can't quit. There's too much at stake. There's too many things that God wants to have you to do. There's too many battles that God wants you to win. And guess what? Winners never quit. Somebody said quitters never win. And so guess what? You've got to hang on in there and never quit. When you look at this story about David, who was a young teenage fella, David, go, he's out there working for his daddy, uh, watching his daddy's sheep. And David hears about the battle, and his daddy says, go and give your big brother some food. He goes there, and he sees those fellas in the race trying to get ready to fight, but they scurred because of this giant named Goliath. And David is like, man, what's going on? Who's this, who's this, who's this fool? Who's this fool? Who's this fool? And, and they said, man, David, you need to go back and deal with daddy's sheep. Well, daddy said, me out here. I ain't studying y'all. He goes, he goes to King Saul. He says, King Saul, what, what's up with this? What's up with this? 
He said, I, 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 can, I can get him. I can take him. I can take him. I can take him. I can take him. And everybody looking at David. They was, they were scared. Now they laughing at him. And, and David says, why are y'all laughing? Y'all scared. I mean, ain't nobody else going to go in the battle. I'll go ahead and do it. I'll go ahead and do it. And, 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 and Saul says, you sure? And David said, man, let me, can I give you my track record? My track record is... When a bear and a lion came after my daddy's sheep, I killed them both. And I have a feeling that a bear and a lion can take that Goliath. And if I could take on a bear and a lion, surely this fool going to fall today. King says, well, let me go ahead and give you my armor because if you're going to be a soldier, you got to go out there and fight. Now, you got to remember back early, you found out that Saul, he was head and shoulders above everybody else. And David was a little runt and a little ruddy fella. And he put the, 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 put the helmet on. And the helmet was all dripping down on his shoulder, tried to have it sorted, just didn't fit. David said, I haven't tried this. This stuff can't work for me. Listen here. Here's one thing you got to remember, young people in those not so young. Remember use what you have. What you have may not be much to you, but somebody said little becomes much when you place it in the master's hand. You try to uh, use something that doesn't belong to you. It hasn't been tried. It's not fitted for you. You need to make sure you use what you have and maybe what you have is all that you need. Y'all didn't, didn't catch that? Y'all didn't catch that? Do you remember that? Do you remember, you remember when, when Jesus, Jesus was out there with his disciples and he had 5,000 men, not to mention women and children, and they were out there and they were stressing because they were trying to figure out where in the world we're going to get something to eat. It's almost a Sabbath day and all of the stores are about to close and we only got a couple of hundred dollars in the, in the kitty and that's not enough to feed all of these folk. And then, and then one of the disciples said, we got a little boy here who had enough nerve to bring his lunch. Isn't that strange? All of them smart, educated, grown folk. It was one young boy there who had enough sense to bring his lunch. Jesus said, bring me his lunch. The boy had to be willing to give up what he had, and he placed it in the master's hand, and God was a God blessed it, and he stretched it and multiplied it and fed so many folk, 5,000 men, not to mention women and children. Some theologians have said that it was between 25 and 30,000 people on that bank that day and God took two fish five loaves of bread and fed them not only did he feed them uh, each disciple went and picked up the scrap they had 12 baskets of leftovers because someone was willing to use what they had all I'm trying to tell you is wherever you are start where you are use what you have and do what you can it's hard to start where you are not use what you don't have and do what you cannot do that makes no sense. No, start where you are. Use what you have and do what you can and ask God to get involved in it and God will take whatever you have and he'll stretch it, he'll multiply it, he'll build it, he'll make a way out of anybody in here know what I'm talking about. He will. He will. He'll come through this. David said, I, I haven't tried that, so let me use, let, let me use, let me use what I know how to use. He took a five stones and a slingshot and went and, and, and looked at this giant and um, I wish I, 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 I kind of have a feeling that, that it was some more words shared um, you know because the, the, the situation 
probably um, it was fitting for some other words to be shared, but I'll just keep it uh, biblical and clean because <laughs> we're in the church, you know. But 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 the, 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 the Goliath started talking, talking, talking trash, talking stuff. And David said, and can I say it in white? Who, who you think you're talking to? <laughs> Hold up, dude. Who, who do you think you're talking to? I mean, Goliath looking at him like, dude, who do you think you're talking to? Who do you think you're talking to? And then David says this. He says, I come not on my own strength. I come not with some stones and a sling, but I come in the name of the Lord. And on this day, you, <laughs> you, you coming down today, bud. Matter of fact, not only that, I'm going to cut your head off and the animals are going to get your body. Can you see this giant standing there? laughing and then after that he said that probably ticked him off you know when you when you stand up to a bully and you small you know probably ticked him off even more and he probably got enraged and 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 and, and. young folk listen listen sometimes you have to have the courage to stand for that which is right. Sometimes you got to stand for that which is right. I'm not saying stand and fight. I'm just saying sometimes you got to stand for that which is right. Sometimes you got to have what you have. Or what do you have? What you have. Like, what do I know? I know Jesus is real. I know, I know he's on my side. And sometimes it takes a young person like Alani Davis to get up and remind us that we can never quit. Sometimes it takes some young people to get up here and begin to sing and help us to remember that God is still in control, that God is still on the throne, that God still has the power, that God can work through anyone he chooses, even through a teenager by the name of David. God can do it. And he stood and he stood, and he stood. The Bible declares that God will raise up a nation that'll serve him. I'll say it again. The Bible says, God says, he'll raise up a nation that'll take courage, that'll be willing to trust him and follow him and and learn in the church and learn the ways of the Lord and hang out long enough to get some added strength and added wisdom and some added tenacity on the inside so that when they face the stuff that they have to face on the outside, God will be able to strengthen them to deal with whatever they have to deal. Do you not know all of the craziness that's being taught in this educational system? Do you not know what's going on outside the walls of the Christian church? Do you not know what these young 
people are exposed to on a day-to-day basis and they need something and someone to set up guard around them. And guess what? I found out that I can't watch them all the time. Have you ever thought that? Listen here. A lot of stuff that's being taught in some of these institutions and all that stuff, they have access to the minds of our kids for hours. Hours in a day. And we only have them as long as we have them. But we've got to put all that we can in the time that we have that will build up their faith, that will build up their courage so that they can be, they can understand the difference between good and evil, between that which is right and that which is wrong so that they will understand a boy was a boy, is a boy and always will be a boy. I don't care what the doctor says and does a girl was a girl, will be a girl. Somebody help me in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ we need to quit falling for this foolishness we need to quit listening to this hellish garbage and tell our young people that guess what God that's how he made you and that's how you are David stood he stood he stood and guess what y'all AJ, he stood by himself. David, he had to stand there by himself because the armies were scared. They wouldn't go up there. David, his short, runny self, walks up there. Yeah, I got this. And he handled his business too. But he handled it in the name of the Lord. Young people, Joe, you listening to me? Please remember sometime, all the time, you can't give up. Okay? Yeah, can't give up, can't give up, can't give up. They might be bigger than you. You just keep on get that ball and you keep working it, Doc. You're going you gonna to get it. You're going to get it. They may try to think they're smarter than you. They're not smarter than you. They may be getting better grades than you, but you just got to hunker down and do what you're supposed to do. Go home. Pay attention at home. <laughs> mm-hmm. Practice on your big brother. Mm-hmm. 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 And do the best that you can do. Now here's the problem though. If you don't do the best that you can do and you fail. Come on, come on. But if you do the best that you can do, you can't fail. Did you hear me? If you don't do the best and you fail. Okay. But if you do your best, you can't fail. I didn't say what the paper says. I didn't say what this person, I said what you can't fail when you do your best. Somebody help me here today. Why, well, 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 then if y'all if hear me, why, you, why, why are you giving God haphazard uh, worship? Why are you giving him leftover strength? 
why are you giving him leftover money? Why are you giving him leftover time? And when things get thick, you want God to come to your aid right away, quick, fast, and in a hurry? How dare we? We give God leftovers and expect him to be happy with that. And then when we need him, we need him to come quick, fast, and in a hurry. Hmm. Isn't it strange that God, he's God, he's number one, but he's not going to buffalo his way into your life. You've got to make him one on your own. You've got to prioritize him on your own. You've got to say, God, I'm going to do it. Yo, yo. You've got to do that for yourself. God's not going to. Now, as strong as God is, he's not going to make you do that. Isn't that strange? As powerful as God is, he's he not going to make you. Eh, I, was, I almost said something. I almost said something. I ain't going to say that. But God, God, as much power as God has, he can't make you. He wants you to give him your best. But at the end of the day, it's up to you. Now, George Banks says it like this. You can make a choice, but you can't choose the consequences. So, um, how can I say this? When... You know, I'm in trouble now anyway. I don't care. Listen. Why ask me to pray for you when your doctor been telling you to quit smoking for 30 years? Why ask me to pray for you now when your doctor told you 20 years ago you drink too much? And now your liver is almost gone. And you, I, I, I don't have a problem praying for you, but now you got to deal with the consequences of your actions. Why don't you take advantage of the time that you have now and say, you know what, I'm going to make some decisions and I'm going to start giving God first of me, first of my time, first of my money, first of my energy, first of my resources, first of all of me. I want God do something special in my life. Mm. All right, I got I to gotta take it another further. I had to learn the hard way, and I'm still learning, that God, he gives us the freedom to choose. And I can choose when I go in the safe way, I can go in the, the left door. The left door is where the bread and the alcohol is and all of the stuff with all the preservatives is. Or I can go in the right door. That's the door where all the fruits and the vegetables and the... You, 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 you understand what I'm saying? Listen, listen and and And... And, and God, God, I can hear God saying, I've, I've given you a temple. 
what, what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? And, 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 and I know I should go through, through the right door where the vegetables and stuff is, but late at night when I like to go shop, they shut that door off. So I got to go around the other door where they got the bread and the... Come on, y'all. Y'all just... And, and, and in those moments, I've got to try to ask, Lord, Lord, help me to make the right decision that I might get those things that will be nourishing for this temple. Because guess what? I only got one. And when it wears out and breaks down, it's mostly because I have abused it. Huh. So at 62... I'm trying to reverse some stuff. <laughs> I'm trying, y'all. I'm trying, y'all. I'm trying. Y'all quit looking at me like that. Some of y'all trying to. Some of y'all just said, I'm done. I give up. I'm going to do it. Listen, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Man, I'm trying. I'm trying. <sighs> David says, you've been trying it your way. And where has your way gotten you? David says, why don't you try it the Lord's way? And leave it on the field. Trust him to do whatever he's going to do to make up the difference, to make up the way, to give the victory. But you do it his way and leave the results in his hand. Because when you do it your way, you're responsible for the results. Is this on? This on, this on, this on. So, so, so. So I, I learned something when I was in uh, martial arts. I was in taking Taekwondo. And what I learned, I actually learned this from AJ. Because when I was taking it, you know, I was a little older. And I'm trying to reserve my strength. That's not what I should have been doing. I should have been going for it. And maybe, just maybe, I'd have been a little bit better than I was. But then when I see this dude, man, I mean, every punch is with power. Every kick is with power. I mean, it's just pristine. I'd be like, dude, don't hit me. <laughs> and what I'm saying is, do your best. Am I making sense? Ryan and Peyton, am I making sense? Avante and Havarie, yeah, look back up here. Am I making sense? Am I making sense? You got to give it all. You got to do your best. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Allow God to do the rest. <laughs> and when you give, the best of your service. I didn't say that the, the lacks of days ago. I said the best of your service. Tell them the world the Savior's come. Be not dismayed when they won't believe you. He'll understand and say, well done. You've got to leave it. You've got to give it all. You've got to listen here. God, he wants all. He takes what you give him. But when you give him all, what do you have left? God. God, I ain't got no more money. But guess what you got? You got God. Come 
I want to encourage you today. Everybody in here, listen. Give God the first and the best of everything. How do I give him the first of the day? Six o'clock, we're on prayer call. Start right there. Start right there. Then after that, get your family, get your children, take them at the altar in your front room or wherever that is. Read a verse of scripture and pray with them. Ask God to cover them. Good place to start. When it comes to your finances, on your, on your, on your balance sheet or on your budget, the first thing ought to be the Lord's tithe, pastoral support right there. It ought to be there. It ought to be there. Find some time where you can relax and exercise and do things that are going to be beneficial to you physically. You got to make God number one. Does that mean we're going to get it right all the time? Absolutely not. But it does mean that, God, it is my desire to make you number one. And you just take, take one step at a time. And if you don't get the grades good the first time, guess what? Go back. I'm going to get it the next time. I'm going to do even better. If you miss one, go back. I'm going to get it better. You got to keep on pressing. You got to keep on pushing so that you will say that I stand in the name of the Lord. Regardless if it's school, if it's martial arts, if it's your job, if it's your husband, if it's your wife, whatever the situation is, give God number one in your life and watch him work. Watch him work. And then, never quit. So, AJ, as I come to a close, that's your cue to go to the organ. So you hear when when he when he go when he go. So uh, as I get ready. To come to a close, that's, that's your cue, that's your cue, that's your cue, that's your cue. Yeah, that's your cue, yeah. And as I get ready to come to the close, come down a little bit, Doc. You got to work with me, okay? Work with me, just keep moving. You're going to build it up, though. Okay, watch with me. Y'all think I'm playing. I'm serious, y'all. Because I know that the road is rough. And I know that the going gets tough. And I know that the hills get hard to climb. But I also know that when you stand in the name of the Lord, he will come to see about you. He will come to visit you. He will come to your rescue. And so what you need to do is hang on in there and hold on to God's unchanging hand. Time is filled with swift transitions. None on earth can move, can stand, but build your hope on things eternal and hold on, hold on, hold on. To God's 
forsake you. Thank you, God. If I hold my peace and let the Lord fight my battle, I know the victory shall be mine. I know the victory shall be mine. I know that the victory shall be mine. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross at that impossible mission. But thank you that you died. Thank you that they buried you. But you got up with all power. You got up with victory. You got up with liberty. You got up with salvation. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Never quit. Hold on. Hang on in there. Be steadfast. Unmovable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. For in as much as you know your labor, I'm looking at you. Your labor, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at y'all. I'm looking at you. Your labor is not in vain. So hang on in there. So hang on in there. And the reason you ought to do it is because there's power in the name of Jesus. There's healing in the name of Jesus. There's deliverance in the name of Jesus. There's joy, joy in the name of Jesus. He can and he will come to see about you. Is there anybody in here that can witness and testify that God will come to your rescue? That God will come to see about you. That God will fight your battle. That God will stand with you. That God will stand for you. That God will stand with you in spite of all being against you. And you'll know that there's power in his name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the end of the rope. Tied not on the end. 
keep on holding on. When you're at the end of your physical strength, just take one more step. Just go another little further and you'll find that when God is all you got, that God is all you need. Is there any witnesses in here? Yes. 